This is a main hustle media podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurs. Mm. It is your boy, Bayworm, <laughs> also known as, well, I got some more. Just go ahead. You tell yours, girl. Do your list. If you get a list, let's go. I, Do it. I was, you know, I had some more. I had some more. But I mean, after everybody got killed, it was just like, man. There ain't nobody left? Uh, no. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, son. <laughs> everybody gone. You know what I mean? So. Right. And I am Shanaris Stormborn, the main queen. There da-dum you boobies, have it. Da-dum boobies, da-dum boobies. <laughs> get it, get it. So, I know you had. Uh, oh, I guess if, if everybody out there listening, we've been to talk about last episode of this yeah. or this season of. Uh, well, the penultimate uh, episode of this season. Nope. Yeah. Um, and I know we haven't done all of them. We only did, what was it, the first one? Or the right. whatever we did? But god damn. <laughs> this one. You, you, you had, I was say, you had some. I got, I got feelings. Disappointed! So, a, a lot like anybody who is coming, who is posting or tweeting or writing or blogging that comes from the industry perspective. Writers filmmakers, things like that, we all seem to be on the same page, which is the story could get where this got, but they spent seven seasons character developing and then realized they didn't have enough episodes and then squeezed it all in and just destroyed characters in the process where they could have actually gotten Daenerys could have gone Mad Queen, Arya could have changed her mind about revenge, Cersei could have been killed by rocks with her brother holding her neck like the prophecy says. Um, Mm -hmm. All of those things could happen and it would still be fine. It would be fine. But what they did in this episode was so terrible to get there to force it that it just was so bad. I mean, even even the writers later on when they do their like after the thrones thing, whatever, even they didn't understand what the fuck they did. <laughs> so what, what do you mean? One of them, they, the one Ben yeah. Benoff or whatever, he's he's mm-hmm. quoted as saying on one of these episodes, I forget what it was, it was something to do with, with uh well, how did you show us that Daenerys was as intensely in love with John? as she seems to claim to be in this episode because up until then it just looks like they're hitting it and he goes i don't know i think they kind of knew they were in love each other the first time they had sex so like (laughs) he didn't even like that's not what a writer is supposed to say a writer is supposed to say well blah 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 and blah 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 you know they're supposed to have a whole explanation as to how you get there and he's like i don't know i think blah 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 and that's just not that's just yeah you're not writing you don't answer the question the question with the question mark at the end of your statement yeah and and even if it's (laughs) even if you're kind of saying like okay based off of all of this stuff that we know about the character i think the character's motivation is blah 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 and then you have like this you know nice and clear explanation of what you think because you know you're allowing for the character to kind of have its own 
whatever or allow the actress to also you know import some of her feelings into the but in this case the way he talks about it it's like he doesn't even know the characters it's like and i've been saying it all week to or the last couple days to people it feels like they decided to keep all the same writers throughout the whole time and then the last three episodes they were like have you ever read or or game of thrones or seen a episode no you're hired and they just put a whole bunch of people in there (laughs) who just like did not understand the characters that they were writing for that's what it felt like so when we can get into it i'll i'll go we we, i'll tell you exactly what my feelings are i know that you weren't mad at the episode as i was but um i wasn't i mean i i felt I felt like this has always been where she's, you know what I mean? Like I, I get the, 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 the character development because obviously we've, you know, like when you have a show that starts with these kids young and now they're adults dealing with shit that they started, you know, seasons before I get the whole development, but when you got six episodes that sucks, right? Because you can't really, flesh it out you can't really say this is somebody's motivation or even show their motivation it was kind of like that first the first episode when uh when sam when samuel went down and said hey uh i gotta tell you some shit usually something happens we do this and then he comes back two episodes later like oh yeah remember that shit that i was wanted to tell you it's this and he kind of doesn't really tell him but he also does it you know what i mean and then he has to kind of figure it out himself. You know what I mean? So it, 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 before it would always take that time. This time it was like, Hey bro, I got to tell you something. This is this, this is this boom. You're the fucking Aegon Targaryen. Now you got to deal with it. And, and I mean, I get the whole, you have it. My thing is this is when you get us, when you have a show and you have six episodes left, which is fucking dumb. They should have done six episodes last year, yeah. maybe eight this year. Or but, they should have just waited the two years and given us a full ten episode season, right. seven, and just like there was a break between six and seven, and let seven be the last right. or something. Yeah, they right. shouldn't have done it's it not, this way. It, it, yeah, the way that the way that they did it, you you know, and the way that it's like, oh shit, you just took two months to fucking, you know, two weeks to ride on your horse to get from you know, one place to the other place, but that shit just is one scene. You know what I mean? There's a lot of shit that is really going on. You're just like, wow, this is this is going quick. But if you think back, like, Danny specifically, with her, I we I already knew that she was going to go that crazy because my yeah, thing was... we all knew. We all knew, but so I don't know what else you wanted to be developed i wanted it to happen properly basically okay so in season one no no more execution season two you get the prophecy through the house of the undying i believe it's season two right where she she goes through the circle house thing and it has her walking through the destroyed red keep and she sees the (laughs) destroyed iron throne it's got what we think is snow on it. So we're like, okay, this is the fire and ice thing, whatever. It's going to be something to do with winter. So right there, you kind of think, I guess the way it was at that point, you kind of think winter is coming type of situation, right? And that, you know, perhaps that has to do with the White Walkers came in and destroyed the Red Keep, but Danny at, at the end is going to be the one standing or whatever. Or you think this is a prophecy saying she's going to destroy the Red Keep and take an empty throne. You know, like take a, a throne with no um, people or something. Right. You could have gone either way with that. 
Uh, and then it leads her from there to that she she leaves the red keep and somehow is leaving through the gate of the of the wall and you're like oh shit at some point danny's gonna have some reason to be up north all right that's cool and then she walks into a tent and cal drogo is there and and she's like why are you here with our baby and he's like maybe i didn't want to die or you know maybe i didn't want to go to the nightlands because you weren't with me or maybe i'm waiting for you to need me and i'll come back to you or whatever so you're like okay you have that from season one, you have the prophecy that says that Caldrogo will come back to her when the sun rises in the west and sets in the east, when the waters run dry, and when the mountains blow away like leaves, and your and your womb will quicken with a living child, then Caldrogo will come back to you. So you're like, okay, maybe we're going to see Caldrogo eventually or something, whatever. So you got these things sitting sitting in her development. It's just there. And then you get these little tastes of her burning people, which is supposed supposed to make you think good or bad i she always has a good reason behind it you know when she kills the masters uh when she well let's say let's start with when she burns the first master guy right he's holding drogon she says your car is and he goes but then she gives the the unsullied and the other slaves an opportunity she's like you can go but if you stay with me you'll always have your freedom but you know we'll take over we'll kill all the masters all across the world and then you're like shit She's going to do some damage, but you're like, but killing masters, that's fine. So she's not really crazy. She's just, she's just trying to undo bad. That's fine. Later on, she crucifies masters and you're still kind of like, yeah, that's a bit much, but it's okay. Keep doing it. It's the masters. Let's keep going. Right. When she burns, when she has that kid executed, and I want to say that's season three, maybe season four in Marine, the one that's like super loyal to her. He's a former slave and I forget, he kills somebody without her permission and so to make an mm-hmm. example of him she has him executed and then the the former slaves turn on her to a degree during right. that season uh that's when you kind of that's when you're kind of like man she didn't really have to kill that dude you know but you still don't mark it against her but you're still seeing moments of where you have to question where's her mind and why does she always take the advice of the last person who spoke to her that she really doesn't have it inside her gut to to make the decision, right? You get this all the way throughout her thing. And then when we get to last season and she burns the two Tarleys, some people are saying, you knew she was crazy because she burned those Tarleys. But I'm sitting here saying, no, she gave everybody a chance. She always gives people a chance. If you If you bend the knee, I won't burn you. If you don't bend the knee, I'm a Targaryen. Tar- this is how Targaryens kill. You will be burned. You know, like, that's your choice. The Tarleys decided to to not bend the knee, so they got burnt. So I'm still not thinking she's necessarily has to go Mad Queen. She could, but she doesn't necessarily have to because she still allows herself to be checked in that moment. But that's when you go back to Dragonstone and Varys is already starting to be like, Tyrion, what's up with your girl? She shouldn't have burned them. But that's because they're coming from a non-Targaryen perspective. So at that moment, they're sowing the seed. She's going to go mad. Because up until then, it could have gone either way. Every prophecy or everything that showed you she was maybe going mad always had a justifiable reason why she she wasn't mad. They did that all the whole time with her. And even though they laid the prophecies down to say, oh, well, actually, maybe there is going to be mad queenness. They never did things of like she would hear a voice or whatever. I mean, even somebody tried to say that the way she was so cold watching her brother die was an indication she was going to go mad. Uh-uh. 
He abused the shit out of her her whole life. So watching mm-hmm. him die with a cold stone face like that, that's fine. That's Japanese. I'd, I'd do that shit too. Right. So right. again, like for everything that you can say is an argument for her to go mad queen, you can almost always justify it with something else to explain the behavior until we get to now. With basically, you know, the claim is that she's, she's somehow more madly in love with John than John is with her. That seems kind of weird because they didn't, they barely showed us that they were actually in love. They just showed that he has a loyalty to her, that she appreciated the loyalty, that for whatever reason they were attracted to each other. But you never got the indication that was like intense love, where you did feel that with her and and Cal Drogo towards, you know, the middle of their relationship or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I don't get this whole intense love thing. It still felt like an act when it, when even when she was telling Sansa, you know, of course I love your brother. I, I, I brought all my people up here. I'm fighting this war instead of my war and things. But then if you question her, then she kind of ticks. She didn't really start going totally like anti-questioning her until until a little bit last season. And now mm-hmm. it's like, but then she's always able to be tempered in some way. With Jorah, she was, she, he tempered her so that she would go talk to Sansa and calm down a little bit. Um, it used to be that Tyrion could do that. It used to be that Varys could do that. And so this season, they're just like not l- allowing her to be tempered by anybody at all, really. And that doesn't seem to be good enough to me. Like it, it's not packaged well enough to show us she's going mad. And even in this episode where they basically like pigeonholed a couple of minutes in the beginning that shows her not eating and kind of being alone or whatever. It's a galleon alone in the world. It's a terrible thing. Again, is that an indication of madness? No, I suffer from depression. What that shows me is that's a woman who just lost her child, her a, a second child. She lost her best friend. She's on the losing side of she, you know, she's roughly on the losing side of a war right now. She now knows that her dragons are vulnerable. Her last dragon is vulnerable, and she was rejected by someone that she supposedly loves. Even though it's hard for us to see that she's intensely in love with him. So none of that even is an indication. But maybe if we could hear her, if if we could see her hearing her father say, burn them all. Burn them all! Or something in her head. Okay, then you're thinking there's something going on. But other than that, all they're showing us is real life. This bitch has been through some shit. So she's pissed off. That's not madness. That's anger, what they're showing us. But don't you think that her intensity, you got to look at it this way. This fucking journey has been so long for her. She gets to the she gets to the tippy top of that shit, right? And this bitch is standing in her way and she kills her best homie who just stood up there and said burn them all. Dracarys. Right? She just told you to Dracar the Dracarys they whole ass, right? And so when your homie gets murdered in front of you, you're 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 the one guy you could trust. He just fucking died. The you know what I'm saying? John just mm-hmm. like you. you you're saying all these things, but aren't those but things honestly, that would? Think about this streetwise, right? You just see your best friend say, "Your cars burn them all," as she falls to her death, right? Or a little bit before mm-hmm. she falls to her death. You got a right. dragon right the fuck there. You are pissed off. That's when you burn them all. But at this point, you've had probably what seems to be like a couple weeks of morning time and sitting on Dragonstone and and re-strategizing, possibly re-strategizing or whatever. So you've almost had like this kind of weird cool down period. And now you're going to go in guns blazing, and knuck if you buck. 
No. <laughs> you think that that you think that that would that would make you at the end of the day be like, all right. I'm cool. Not cool, but I would have been far more satisfied if all of King's Landing had to burn if it burned in that moment. Because then it was just like, you know what? Fuck you, advisors. I have been listening to your asses telling me to wait and be patient and this and that. And look what happens. My kids are dying. My best friend is dying. I am no closer to the throne than I was. This bitch is sitting up here with all kind of scorpions ready to kill my dragons. Fuck that shit. And she just goes and, you know, does a loop-de-loop, gets away from where the scorpions can get her and just starts burning shit right then and there Burn them all! that if that was how the beginning of this episode started is that she just hops on drogon right there and starts going buck wild and john and everybody else is like fuck that would have been far more in line with the person we've seen developed than a than her because anytime she's had time to wait and be advised and think she finds a way to temper herself. Now, what I think that, and, and this is another but example. But nobody's the, there to advise her, though. She already thinks Tyrion is, keeps fucking failing. She doesn't She doesn't trust Viserys. So who is advising her? Before, you would have Miss Sandy, and you yeah. would have Jura. At this so, point, it looks like it's pretty I, much just Grey Worm because she's she's barely able to get um, John and her can can't even seem to have a good conversation and stuff. Right. So, but and at I this think, point, like she's been locked. You, you can assume that she's been locked up pr- pretty much silently on her own, just dealing with her shit. Maybe Grey Worm right. is the only person she's talking to, and the two of them at that point could be fueling each other's fire. But again, even fueling each other's fire, it still seems like it's something where it's just like okay, all the Lannisters, all the Golden Company, whatever, but you still don't cross over into burning the city part, like the people. It's, it would have made far more sense for her to go straight to the to the Red Keep and start destroying that. But even that drives me nuts because it makes more sense that she would burn the city than burn the actual Red Keep because the Red Keep is this thing that her family built that she's been trying to get to. And it's almost like, well, if I can't have it, no one can. And she just burns the fucking castles and the chair she's been trying to get to. Like, it's so silly. Right. I mean, I kind of see that. But, I mean, I didn't think she should have. I think, I mean, obviously, I thought she should have been like, all right, cool. Motherfuckers is, you know, ring the bells. You know what I'm saying? Ring the bells. Listen, this bitch has been saying for seasons, I am not here to be queen of the ashes. And then she and then and she then also she always says, I'm going to go and burn this motherfucking place. You know, so like I can see the push and pull. I definitely can see the push and pull. I am also a person that struggles with trying not to be like my father and, and my mother, um, both of them. But like, I, you know, my father was a person who was very abusive and manipulative. And when I was younger, I felt like I had those kind of manipulative tendencies. And so I'd have to tap that down. Like I'd work really hard not to be like that. And so, and I know this, we're talking about non-fantasy, small-scale version of it, you know, real-life version <laughs> right. of it, where I'm not, I'm trying to not be, like, an a alco- mean person. you know, a mean person or, you know, a manipulative <laughs> right. person on my dad's side or, like, an alcoholic on my mom's side. You know, like, there's literal things, like, in real life that I can equate to. I understand what it's like when you have your own family legacy of shit that you are trying to not do. It's part of me not wanting kids. It's a whole bunch of other stuff, right? So then flip this into like a bigger scale, grander fantasy scale. 
She comes from a long line of kings and queens and there's madness in there a little bit. And she, you know, it would have made more sense for her to go off like this if they had always showed us a little bit of actual madness like that she struggled with, you know, like hearing her father say, burn them all in her dreams or something like that. And then her waking up like, no, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. But instead you see her have real moments of tragedy where the reaction of a, of a person in those types of moments is either go crazy and just kill everybody because you're grieving or work really hard to try to make the world a better place. And I feel like for the primarily, they have shown us a Danny who struggles with these moments, but always tries to make the world a better place. And at this point, her loss is so great. And that's what I'm saying. You can still get here to the same spot, but they rushed it so badly in this particular case. They went about it kind of wrong. But you just imagine the weight this woman is feeling, right? Uh, two out of three of her children are dead. Her best friend just died in front of her. While they just watched and didn't even like, at that point, you already kind of feel like she's going to die anyway. At that point, charge, do something. I don't fucking know. You just, you've lost so many of your people in Operation Get Behind the Darkie up in Winterfell. Um, <laughs> You know, like there's all this stuff and she's just like, what the fuck? I cannot, I have been doing this shit for my whole life and everybody is against me. And so fuck it. I will take what is mine with fire and blood. I will take it. And that's why I think it would have been a richer kill King's Landing moment if she had turned away from from Masonic because imagine if someone tells you go like if you watch someone you love get harmed in front of you dead right. whatever whatever harmed in front of you and the last thing they said to you was fuck them up you get on that dragon you fuck those niggas up like that seems more Would realistic you, i i and i get that but i don't i like i feel as though once it was once she, it was in once it was in her grasp right she was up there and she was like all right we're surrendering she, I think at that point, she was like, fuck you. You don't get to fucking surrender once I get into your fucking castle and beat that ass. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you want to fucking, you know, be like, oh, no, 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 my but bad, But see, my that bad, decision homie. was made because that was the other thing they showed us is when, when Tyrion tells her to, if they surrender, if they ring the bells, please let them go. And she looks at Grey Worm and they exchange a look and she goes and she nods at him. She wasn't nodding. Okay. When they surrender, we'll let them go. She looked at Grey Worm and she was like, same page? And he was like, same page. We're going to fuck this motherfucker up. up. So she already made that decision then. And that's what I'm saying. If you're going to make that decision before the battle, like those bells shouldn't have had no fucking effect on her at that point. She should have already been going in. That's what I'm saying is I feel as though the bells were the, were, were, like you said, there's always been a balance to her, right? Where she is actually on sometimes, you know, like there's always been a, well, you know, I'll give him a chance, whoop-de-whoop, whatever. That was actually her saying, I- I'm going to give him a chance. And then she said, you know what? I'm up on this fucking, I'm on this dragon. These motherfuckers have done so much. This whole fucking city, they've been sitting up here. I've gone through all of this. Man, you know what? Like I said, fuck it. I'm you know telling I'm you, she made that decision before she got to King's, King's Landing. She that eye contact between her and Grey Worm was nah. Yeah, we gonna fuck them up. But like I said, she's always been. Maybe I won't. Right? Maybe I won't go crazy. And I feel as though right at that moment she was like, "Yep, 
I fucking said I was going to do this, so I got to go do it. You know what it made it seem like, though? And again, here's another one of Charmaine issues. I also have misophonia, which is the thing where you get something makes you get a little crazy when you hear a repetitive sound or you hear a weird sound. So like I don't deal well with mouth sounds, which is really shitty when you're editing podcasts and people make mouth sounds. You got to cut that shit out. Makes me a little crazy. Or like earlier today when they were drilling into the side of the wall of my thing and I was kind of going crazy. I have that thing where I get triggered by a... um, and it's a legitimate trigger. Like when I hear a, a loud sound or a repetitive sound, it kind of makes me tick a li- twitch a little bit and I got to find a, a happy place. I got to get away. Um, that's what they made this look like. That made it look like after everything this bitch has been through, some annoying ass sound is <laughs> what set her off. And I'm so disappointed because they've been building. It's one thing they've done so well that even though... Uh, and and I'm talking about the three women because even Cersei is a, a, a and a, is among this thing. Even though she's a villain, the whole the, throughout the whole thing, they have these three really strong female characters, really well written and maintain consistency within the core of their character throughout the entire show. Arya says from season one, episode two or three. That's not me. She's not a lady. She is out here on these streets to get revenge and take care of business, all the way through. Even last episode, she says, I don't expect to come back from this. She knows she's going to her death. And in the last few minutes, they have a really unsatisfactory conversation between her and Sandor as being something that convinces her. It wasn't a good enough conversation to convince her to abandon her revenge. Cersei, perfect villain the whole time. One focus, her family. Always her family. She will do any kind of dirt she got to do if it means saving her family. All the way through. Consistent. Consistent. Burn them all even was her deal. She lit up the Sept of Baelor. She fucked her enemies up. She let her revenge be in kind to the kind of things that they've done to her. Perfect villain all the way through. And then in her last moments, they not only allow her to have... A not unhappy death because she's with, quote unquote, the person she loves. But they break the prophecy in a stupid way. And I'll explain that one in a second, too, um, in the way that she dies. And they have her sniveling and begging for her life. And I understand everybody in their death moment probably does face a certain amount of fear. But this bitch has been so hardcore all the way through that in the end, they just made her kind of lose her mind also and be like in unable to do shit and then cry about not wanting to die and in her last moment it wasn't even her and jamie anymore she's like don't let me die fuck you you're already been poked like a juice box i know you're dying but don't let me die it was so stupid and then daenerys also she had already made the decision before we even get to king's landing that she's gonna light that shit up so why wait just fucking, you might as well have had her going in guns blazing right after Masande died. And honestly, if they had done that, I wouldn't have been nearly as disappointed in how they get it. Like, I don't care if she goes mad queen necessarily. I care how they got her there. And they basically built her up for all these episodes. And then in one episode, broke her the, like, just like went off script and, and totally, and she agrees there's a I'll show I'll have to send it to you but she doesn't say it because she's not allowed to but she gets asked that her and Masande and Grey Worm gets asked in and the on the red carpet have you shot your final scenes yet and are you happy with how things ended yeah <laughs> she didn't say yes 
Best season ever! And all three of them make a face at each other like, okay, suck this shit up. And they're like, best <laughs> best season ever. And they are making faces and, and stuff at each other where they are not happy. So they also feel like they broke, you know, they really broke their characters with this. Okay, what was I saying about Cersei's prophecy? Do you remember Cersei's prophecy about how she's yeah, supposed the, to die? So the it's the, with the with the hands around the... Their, of her the, brother. Their... The hand of her brother. So you you think she's going to get choked out by either Jamie or or Tyrion or Arya with Jamie's face on him, right? You know how they answered the question? They had his hand on her neck, on her throat, while they were dying together. But yeah. not squeezing, just laying on it. That is some cop-out bullshit. And he didn't even have his gold hand on his right hand. So he had his left hand on her neck, and he had his right hand, which is his golden hand, on her back. It was his regular hand. Last episode, you just paid $50,000 to cover up a Starbucks cup. You didn't think to scan this episode and be like, did we fuck up anywhere else? They were just Wait. phoning this in. He's, he's in no, his regular he was, hand. No, he was on the left-hand side. No, but see his his um his uh uh his gloved hand his was gloved on hand his his missing hand is his right hand his fighting hand, and it was on her uh, back and it was a regular it's you can check the internet the internet has already okay. exposed it. okay he didn't have didn't any of that. his gold hands in those moments the nitpicky shit about the episode that I have is like <laughs> Jamie's wearing his hood to cover his face but he takes his glove off so you can see his golden hand like nigga why are you covering your My, face yeah. up just walk up and be My. like Jamie Lannister Jamie Lannister that was silly Arya and, and, and Sandor oh gosh these are two people who have matching goals and I, I would understand that after all the protection Sandor in the end would be like don't be like me don't live in revenge forever. Don't live in hate forever. Blah, 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 blah. But that moment was not that. It wasn't deep enough. It wasn't connecting that enough. They've had a whole march from Winterfell to to King's Landing that that shit could have happened. They both agreed they were going to die in this moment. And you know what? I mean, I'm of the opinion, and I always have been. I You know, I do enjoy a, a warrior's death, is that a long life... Tree says it this way a little bit better. A, a long life isn't necessarily preferable to a good death, right? And um, and so in her case, yeah, she would have died young or whatever. But if all of her enemies are gone, what is her future? They're going to turn her into a lady? Fuck no, that's not her. So unless she doesn't have anybody, like, so it would have been more poignant if she had died in that moment. But she didn't. Also, they just had to go around the corner and when Sandor actually gets to see Cersei and Arya's already gone, why didn't he push her just to be like, this is for Arya, boom, or something? He right, just lets right, her right, walk right. up past That's, so he could deal with his own thing. Right, right, when she walked right past him, I was like, I would have just stuck her ass right there. You know what I'm saying? If, if I'm going to die because of the fucking mountain, I might as well get some shit, you know? You know, do, to do a two for one, help your, help your, you know, your murder baby out while also taking care of your... Th also... Cersei tiptoeing past the the Cleganes like that was hilarious. That was the fun between that and the way Craster died or however you say his name, Clando. You know what the fuck the other Maester guy, the Hand guy. The way yeah. he died and the way she tiptoed past them, 
hilarious. The funniest, yeah. best parts of the whole episode. That was kind of, it was just like, I mean, I, I get it because, Sarah, but I feel as though when it really comes down to it, when the, I mean, I know that you're, she's been, okay. My thing with Cersei is this. She's always been insulated by killers and shit. But she's mm-hmm. also always been scared as fuck of that prophecy, right? So yeah. she when when uh when they had um when you had Tyrion fuck up in you know the purple wedding, right? She knew okay, cool. This is how I'm gonna get so she she stepped up and she was like, Hell yeah, I'm a I'm gonna fuck up that whole prophecy. This shit ain't gonna come true because I'm gonna be a badass, I'm gonna do this shit and get my brother killed. You know what I mean? So I feel as though she's always been insulated by killers, never really had to do shit herself. Yes, she did do the fucking the the uh, um, the Septa Baylor when that shit went up and you know the green. Yeah, you know, the like green. she's always orchestrated or been around people who could pull right. the trigger for her, but she's never herself pulled the trigger. Yeah, yeah. But, but right, but when you're standing up there and she says some shit like, "Oh, we got the scorpions." Oh yeah, them niggas gone. Uh, <laughs> we got the iron, the iron fleet. Uh, them niggas gone too. <laughs> and then she's watching the fucking. Uh, this is oh, this is when this is when Drogon is just chilling. Yeah. And she's like, "But my niggas is gone. They got my back." And he was like, "Oh, they blew the back. That uh, Drogon just blew the back out. Mm-hmm. Fucked up the whole gold company. But my peoples is still there. Oh yeah, they fucked up too. Like when all these, all these." Her house of cards was fucking falling. It was down to the last right couple cards. And she saw this Actually, motherfucker no over here. <laughs> she saw that motherfucker set up, and then like she's. It, I thought she was. It was just gonna fly straight to and burn her ass. That's up. what I thought. And I, what would you rather had the strafe, where he was killing every motherfucker in the city. Because these aren't my people. And that's, I feel as though she was like, these aren't my people. And that's fair too. I'm not trying to fuck. These are the motherfuckers. It's like going to a rich neighborhood and you take over the rich neighborhood. You kick every, all those motherfuckers out. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Yes, I'm cool with people, you know, kids and children. Get out of my motherfucking neighborhood. I mean, right. Honestly, but find the, the back the black way. <laughs> what's the next thing for her? Honestly, like she kills the capital. She's not going to have the hearts and mind of the people of Westeros. So does she just go through the rest of Westeros, just burning the motherfucker and then hightailing it back to Marine and being like, I'll be queen here. Like, seriously, what is her end game at this point? But I digress. Honestly, in that moment, I would have preferred a couple of things. Cersei would have maintained being who Cersei was, I think. Gosh, how does Cersei get out of this, to be honest? I would have been satisfied if Daenerys just strafed from where she was at all the way up to the Red Keep. So yes, some innocents are going to die, but she's going to get to Cersei. And she's going to make eye contact, and then she's going to burn Cersei. That would have been fine. Then she's the queen of some of Ashes, but not a whole bunch of Ashes. Okay, fine. Um, but if you still need her to go Mad Queen, again, if she needed her to go Mad Queen, I would have done it right after Masande died. That would have made more sense for me. It would have been cleaner writing and stuff like that. Cersei, I'm trying to figure out how does Cersei... Because I, Cersei's like, not the like... kind that choose death over... No, because right. she was. She was willing to kill her and, and um, Tomlin 
at the Battle of Blackwater Bay or whatever the fuck that was, um, she had poison in her hand. And then when her dad walked up, she drops the glass instantly. So she would take. So honestly, she should have jumped like Tomlin did. She should have been like, you know what? The prophecy did say I was only going to have three um, golden haired children. This nigga is still cooking. I got a dragon staring at me. I'm out and just jumped. She would have maintained her Cersei-ness if she had done that. Because that's I, how I, samurai I would kill themselves Tommen, too. Right. And I feel like I feel as though Tommen went out harder than she did. Tommen, Tommen he like, took that shit. Oh, he was like, I'm done. And he committed. Right. That was that Stone Cold. Walk right out the door. Out the wall, or uh, I mean, off the top of that. Top, I respected top rope. the shit out of that death, and yeah, I understand that I come from a culture where suicide isn't necessarily always a bad thing or whatever. But like, talk about taking your life into your own hands. He's like, I am not gonna sit here and let my mom try to explain why she killed my wife and all my people. I am not gonna sit there and try to have a relationship with her after this. I'm not gonna let her do this shit to me if I disagree with her. I don't really care to do anything else. I'm out. When he took that, oh gosh, that's a good death. Because he just walks away, he takes that crown off, and just walks straight out the window. He didn't even pause and look down. He just went for it. That was a pimp jump. I appreciate that shit. So Cersei said, if, if either you give Cersei a chance to die on her own terms, which I would have been satisfied with, because I'm I'm about that life, um, or you let Jamie actually come and kill her since he's looking for I, her. I wanted that. I wanted that. But that was never going to happen. I, like, because him dying at, with her the way the he did? Him. Why did you fuck Brienne? Why did you do that to her? She's a fuck boy. What do you oh, think? God, what a dick. Oh, like, shit, I mean, I know she didn't love Tormund, but Tormund would have let, you know, he would have given her giant babies and, and Jamie's just like, yeah, this was fun for like a minute, but I gotta go. Like, oh gosh, it's so much worse. That's why I, I'm so mad that they died not only together, but in such a way that didn't seem punishment enough. I mean, he should have been dead long before that. He was juice box and a motherfucker. What would have been more poignant for Jamie's death is to him be on the other side of the room of her, die, just drop and die because he bled all the way out. And then just like Romeo and Juliet, she turns that corner and sees him dead like the second he's dead and so he doesn't get to say goodbye and be with her in the last moment but and that she sees that he was coming for her but he didn't make it and she got nothing left and that would have triggered her to die i would have been happy with that but instead i I, I, I can see that it's almost like a happy ending for them because none of their enemies got them never went down right you never got me down right you hear me Never got me down. Overall, I mean, yes, Daenerys is the reason why they died, but the satisfaction of eye contact murder didn't get right. to happen. And so, yeah, like I would have liked something more like that where they got so close but then missed each other. That that would have been beautiful. I would have been happy on both counts. I would have been happy on both counts. Instead, they give us a 20-minute fight scene between Euron and Jamie. Like, are you real enemies? Not really. You wanted to fuck no. the same bitch. Like, let's calm down, you know? Right, um, right. I don't know why we needed it for 20 minutes, but okay. So, yeah, like, ugh, that was really irritating. And then again, look at how far into our co- talking, and John hasn't come up yet. We are 42 minutes into discussing this episode. We ain't talked about John yet. 
this yep. motherfucker has been useless from episode one, season one. Like, why do people cape for John? Because he's a fucking Stark Targaryen? Who the fuck cares? He does nothing to move plot along. The only talent just, John has just, is that yeah. people like him. What else do you fucking want? He's got no strategic mind. He's got no fucking... He's not a good leader. Motherfucker. Hey, listen. Politicians have fucking ruled countries for less than fucking just somebody liking you, bro. You feel me? Like, yes, he got people to get his back. That was his boys, right? And And... that's all he needed. That's how he became the you know the head of you know because that motherfucker did start on 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 the low end. He was a fucking uh, um, to the Mormont dude. He was his um, squire, and he came up from from humble beginnings. He was a bastard. The only re- why was he on the fuck wall anyway? He wasn't punished for nothing. He yeah. just fucking said, you know, I got to get up out of here, dog. This ain't my shit. So I mean, yeah, I feel like his sweet spot was season two. And since then, he's just been coasting on the fact that he was right. he was the Neo. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. um, I just don't like. Basically, this whole season, he has just been standing there during big shit, which is so crazy. The only thing that I think could redeem him at this point is if Arya kills him because he asks her to. She uses her his face to kill Danny. I don't even fucking care because at this point <laughs> there's no more iron throne. I mean, I know they're going to find it and shit, but it's in rubbles. So it doesn't matter who sits on the iron throne after, after the whole, um, everybody is dead type of thing. You know, usurper after usurper, John doesn't have any stronger acclaim to the throne than Daenerys or Cersei or anybody, because at this point it's a game of thrones. It's whoever plays the game. It doesn't matter who you're related to. So that shouldn't be a thing. That's my thing is like when it, when you really get down to it, if Jamie was able to go in there and just kill fucking the mad, you know, the mad king. What's this? You know, I, I mean, Ned Stark is the reason why Jamie wasn't king. You know, Ned Stark rolled up and was like, get off that chair. And he was like, all right. But, you know, honestly, like at that point, it's just musical chairs. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like after at the end of the day. A motherfucker could come and kill you. What's what is saying that everybody's going to be like, oh, that's John. All right, cool, we good. Ain't yeah, nobody fuck with him. It, really, after what Daenerys just did, no one's gonna ca- no one's gonna want a Targaryen anywhere near the throne. So John being half Targaryen serves him nothing at all. The only thing that saves him is that he's half Stark. And so maybe you should fuck off and go be a king of winter again instead of instead of whatever the fuck down here. Um, honestly, at this point, this last episode, this last episode was so bad to me that the, like, I'm just like, let anybody be the king now. Let Robin of the fucking veil where he was sucking his mom's titty when he's 12 years old. Let him be the king. I don't care. The, oh, actually, you know who would make me happy at this point? Bron. Let Bron be the king. Let him roll up with his crossbow and be like, the Lannisters are almost all gone. They fucking lied to me. I'm not gonna get my money. I'm gonna take the Iron Throne and just sit down. Then I would apply. I would stand up and applaud. I don't care at this point. I have no dog in this fight anymore. <laughs> I just do not. 
And if that because like with with uh, Walking Dead started to get bad after um um Negan showed up and and killed Glenn and all then the next episode after that I watched it and I was like oh this is terrible I stopped watching and it's been like two three years now I don't care where the story is got no care at all based off of this episode alone I would stop watching the show except that there's only one episode left so now I gotta watch the show <laughs> if there was another season I'd be like oh no I'm done. <laughs> I, and okay so since since there is one episode what do you think if there is anything that can fucking happen what could salvage it what do you think is the only thing that can happen that can sound yeah exactly can, that can that can bring it back and say oh, okay cool God, I, honestly, I really don't know what, what they left me with. Because what I would have wanted for this episode, like if I was writing this episode um, that we just saw, uh, Dario Naharis or whatever the fuck his name was, would just show the fuck up with the second sons. And it's like, uh-oh, tables have turned. Where is that motherfucker? He's still a Marine. Maybe she, remember she kept him in charge of Marine, and he was going to keep the peace in Dragon's Bay after they you know, renamed it and everything like that. And he was supposed to stay in Essos in Marine and keeping it in her honor, in her name, basically. Right. Um, so if he never shows up again, you're just like, damn, you just got unimportant. Um, but it would have been cool <laughs> because if you figure if they got the golden, if the Lannisters got the golden company, that means someone in Essos has talked and D Dario, Dario, whatever the fuck, however you pronounce his name. Yeah. He would have been. He would have heard and been like, "Word, there's a battle. Khaleesi needs me," and then he would have just got all the second sons and everybody who's left behind. He would have put them on some boats and they would have come out there too. He would have been ready to fight the Golden Company because he, they mentioned the Golden Company Company during the first time we see the second sons. So that would have been more satisfying if, while she's strafing through the Iron Fleet, all of a sudden more of this fleet show up. I, I love how. Yara Greyjoy is just like, I reclaim the Iron Islands in your name. I am not coming back down there, though. So, <laughs> you know, right. like, there's none of them. That's silly. But that would have tipped the tables in a way that Drogon wouldn't necessarily have had to burn the whole city. They would have had the Second Sons. They would have had the other part of the Iron Fleet. Um, so it would have had more people. And, um, and all the while that this is happening, Arya and... Sandor are on their secret mission to try to go kill the queen and the mountain. But Grey Worm was also on his own stealth mission to try to kill um, Cersei. And in the end, it's basically a fight to see who gets to kill Cersei because they're, we're waiting and watching. They're both trying to creep up there at night. Why you go in with the dragons during the daytime to attack a city when you could just go in at night and burn everything you need to burn? But whatever, that's besides the point. So if this episode had had stuff like that, that would have been more satisfying. Right. If at the end of Masande dying, she just went and burnt the city right then, that would have been more satisfying. So this episode, I don't care about John because he was a bitch ass motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. Like at this point, all I can say is that uh, Daenerys has to go just full on, just fire and blood for everybody on Westeros. Just burn all of Westeros and then fuck off to Marine and be like, now I'll be happy, Queen. There's nobody left on Westeros. <laughs> right. I can't imagine how she sits the Iron Throne now when she's done that and have anybody give a fuck about her 
without causing a new war. Like, well, you act like people were happy when fucking Cersei was up there. Nobody Cersei gives a blew shit up half about the who... fucking city. Yeah, nobody gives a like... shit about who the fu- who's sitting on the. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck about that. Their lives. It's kind of like it's kind of yeah. I hate fucking Trump, but my everyday life ain't really been that much different. Right. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like... I don't like that motherfucker, but... They still make rules that affect them. And so at some point, they're going to be forced... Basically, they're forced to bend the knee or get burned at this point. If she's going to be that... Basically, we're ending a show on full tyranny and and no, like, beacon of light type of thing. And listen, I am all for a sad ending. I am all for the non-happy Hollywood ending. But only if it's done well. And in this case, like, I do not know how this thing ends that I give a fuck. If anything, I'm going to feel like I wasted this investment because it was so good for so long. And then it suddenly wasn't. How does it end for you, though? I I read something that said the only real way that the Game of Thrones can redeem itself is if Tyrion Lannister literally stabs Danny in the back. <laughs> is that like, satisfying I though? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I like I said, like I don't I, I don't have any like I've never been the guy that's like this is what's going to make me I don't I, you know what I mean? I, I just I roll with it and I deal with it. You know what I'm saying? I roll with it and rock with it. No, but I just you know it's not a it's 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 not a thing to me that like now I don't like I see her being the queen, but really, like they said, you don't just become the queen and then it's fucking all sunshine know. and rainbows and shit. Exactly, exactly. And she's fucking said that. So it's like I, I feel as though, right? Does she got motherfuckers that's loyal? She either gonna be, you know, they're gonna be some motherfuckers that like her, some motherfuckers that fear her, and that's what she said last episode. She was like, you know, motherfuckers like you, John. They like you, and you're likable and all that type of shit. Because you're, you know, I, I don't know why, but, you know, because <laughs> people like you. But with me, I got to do some shit to provoke these motherfuckers, and I have to choose fear. There was no way that if she took that shit, right, that motherfuckers were still was going to like her. Do you think that? No. No. Yeah. So she was like, well, fuck it. These aren't my people. I'm going to get my people, set that shit up. You feel me? Uh, yeah, we're going to remodel this motherfucker. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Because the people that are behind me want me to be on that throne. And that's what's going to end up fucking happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel as though she's going to get the throne. I feel like there's going to I I don't know. I feel as though there's just at the end of the. It's not going to be her on the throne and that motherfucker just, you know, fades to black. It's going to be some shit that's just like at the end of the day. This shit is a Game of Thrones, and this shit is never going to end. You know what I mean? Like, we're not just eating the end of it. It's just the end of our our watching it, you know? Yeah, but see, it would have been nice to have something tie it up so that you feel like after it walks away, after we walk away, it doesn't matter if we're watching or not, you know? Um, I saw one thing online where it just said that this is the only way it can end for me now, and it was... Uh, Ned Stark and Catelyn were laying in bed like they were that one episode um, that they find out that 
uh, they get that letter from uh, Kat's sister, and he just wakes up and goes, oh, oh, I just had this horrible dream, <laughs> and then fade to right. black, because then it's like, none of this crazy shit happened. Right. Um, right. I, gosh, I don't care. Like, I don't care who ends up being the king or queen at this point. Um, if it's Tyrion, I think at this point it's almost got to be Tyrion because he's the he's kind of the main character. But so does that mean he kills Danny? Maybe sure. I just don't I don't see how it wraps up satisfactory at all because you know I mean to redo this whole season they've been teasing the Night King as the big bad this whole fucking time, right? So why didn't Winter come all the way down to King's Landing? Why didn't they start out fighting each other and then when the Night King is there, turn around, bound together, and fight the Night King? And, you know, and then maybe betrayal happens during that part. You know, like, it should have... The last fight should have been the 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 battle between and maybe it's fighting on three fronts i don't fucking know um but it should have been a maybe a combination of man well is it because just like got, you know the walking dead is the monsters are less are the, the enemy back. than the people right. so yeah right. but like but for cersei like for all after everything we've been through cersei to lay down the way she does and she's not actually the big bad after all I mean, come on. Like, I really wanted the last episode to be the final stand down. Because, look, you had two queens that had never actually been the one who killed themselves, right? You know, they're always using something else to do the killing. It would have been nice for them to be in a situation where the two of them had to kill each other. Or, uh... God, I don't even care. They just fucked it up so early that I just, I can't even find a way to patch it up. Like, even, you know, like, we had nitpicky issues with Endgame, right? And we're like, oh, if I had redone this, I would have done this, this, and this, and this, and I would have been satisfied, and boom. But ultimately, I'm not dissatisfied with it. I just have nitpicky things. In this case, my nitpicky of this season is the good stuff. And the big stuff is all of the the things. Like, I cannot find a way to salvage this show. And all I could do is wait for George R. R. Martin to come back and be like, all right, I finally finished it. Sorry I sold it before I finished it. <laughs> you know? Right. I don't know. Because he literally thought he that it, would, it wouldn't, like, he wouldn't pass him up. And I'm like, nigga, you, it, we, it, you haven't had a new book since these motherfuckers started the thing. And that's eight He's been writing these since we were in high school. So, like, like there's the been a gap. Yeah. He, and I wonder if this was, like, if he was tiring of it anyway. And so that's why he allowed it to sell when it did. I don't know. You know what's crazy, too? Just off off, off note. But the, uh, the two Davids, the ones that have been the showrunners for this... Disney tweeted out today that they are going to be writing the next trilogy of the Star Wars movies. Disney, were you not paying attention to everybody complaining about, like, Twitter and everywhere else has been aflame about how terrible this last season has been of Game of Thrones, and you choose the day after the penultimate episode airs to be like, hey, your favorite writers are going to do in the next well, they, Star Wars trilogy? Do you do you think they give a fuck? They had the last the last uh, Star Wars 
kill. I mean, it was it was pretty much they have to retcon everything they in, retcon in, in everything. nine. So I mean, they get Ryan Johnson and those two motherfuckers. Obviously, they don't give a shit. They know but, that they're gonna make their money anyway, even though they've killed the fandom. Right. Uh, I don't think. I mean, if if they can, if they, yeah, because I mean, you got to look at it this way. They're literally gonna be given like two and a half hours to set, to tell everything and obviously we've been shown that when they don't have a long time to to flesh <laughs> things out they can't do that shit you know what i mean it's so, gonna be so bad i mean i like they they kind of already lost me on star wars anyway like right. i know i'll probably end up seeing it but like i'm not going first day like i had been you know they they killed me enough for for that to kind of go away right. yeah i feel the same like this like i'm definitely watching the last episode just so that I can complete it. But man, it just, it really has got me super disappointed. I feel like what they did with Arya was kind of playing into some weird Christianity type thing of like, revenge is bad. So, you know, you get to survive because you decided not to commit revenge. And as your reward, we're going to send you a pale horse of the apocalypse. Like, I, that shit was very strange to me. It was so disappointing because, I've been caping for Arya from the beginning, from episode one. She was my she was my one. Everything about Arya made sense until this episode. And it's not even like I like you what you don't want her to live. It's not even that. It's just that it took away who she was. Like you we can we can argue back and forth as to like whether or not Danny was the mad queen or whatever, but it seems really hard to be able to say that all along Arya wasn't going to complete her mission. <laughs> Like, that bitch has been dedicated, and she, she knows she's going to people, die in most cases. Right, but most of the people on her list have already fucking died because of other shit. So her list is pretty much done. But here's the thing. she I feel as though she was going through this 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 stage, and she found out that she was, you know, she was uh, no one or whatever. Then she came back and she was able to be this crazy assassin she was bitch, right? Arya, though. <laughs> Even when she was quote unquote no one, she was right. always Arya. But, but my thing is, is that last episode, I feel as though she realized I may be that I may be what I am, and I could do the face off type of shit. But that ain't gonna help, motherfucking uh, big ass dome falling down on my head. You know what I mean? Like. I, you have to, even though you're good at what you do, you have to, she showed that she was, or she had vulnerability. That she was a fucking person. And she was kind of like, Didn't need oh, it. shit, I can, I could die. You know, I, I need to get the fuck about it. Yeah, here. but she was committed to death. Every time she went into a sticky situation where a, there was a potential enemy, she was always committed to dying. Even though she had the whole not today thing, she was always committed to hitting the main goal. And even if you fail, like that's the thing about about a character like Arya. Even if she had failed to to kill her, but at least she didn't quit. That was the thing. She's never had any quit. And in this moment, it wasn't even, like I said, it wasn't an emotional enough plea to make sense. Because even like... Like set like with with the hound, he's got he's all fight until there's fire, right? And that fear is something we've known about him the whole time. So when fire paralyzes him, you're like, this makes sense. What's gonna snap him out of it? 
with Arya, we haven't necessarily seen what her major fear was. And so what I think it has always been implied with her is that her major fear was not getting able to complete her mission. And so every time a person that was on her list died not by her hands, you could see that disappointment of just like, yeah, I can't I can't keep having these people on my list be killed by other people, you know? And um, Joffrey being one of the ones in particular she was really bent out of shape over. And so Cersei was like that last thing. Like if she could, if, like basically if she was able to, to get all the way to the point where she was the one who killed Cersei, uh-huh. she she could probably go into retirement and be like, right. I'm just going to live by myself, solo Stark, and just live out my days. Like, I did my bit. But the girl who risks her life to kill the Night King is not the girl who's going to see some rocks falling out of the sky and be like, yeah, I don't need this revenge that bad. It's inconsistent. That's my problem is that it's inconsistent with who she is. And honestly, I don't want to see, like, I grew up on watching samurai shit. I, I grew up watching characters that know they're about to die and keep walking towards it. Um, sometimes they survive, but that wasn't the end goal. The end goal was the right. revenge. So for me, a character like Arya made so much sense to me so that, like, they can keep playing the Game of Thrones. Who the fuck cares? Arya was that bitch, and she was going to get her revenge but in the end for her to just like and the thing is running away from those rocks wasn't necessarily meaning she was going to survive like that was the other part like she could have just been like rocks are falling all over the sky this bitch is burning the whole city i might as well commit to this thing because i don't know that i'm going to make it anyway that would have made more sense to me sandor it wasn't i didn't like i didn't like the thank you yeah like that it was so inconsistent you know, if he had just, like, it would have been better if he just knocked her on her head and put her somewhere safe and was just like, sorry. And then she woke up and she's just pissed off that she didn't get to, that would have made more sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, so, like, it's, that's the thing is for me, and I tweeted about this too, where I said, um, like, they didn't, they were too afraid to kill off my favorite character or they killed off my favorite character today because they were too afraid to kill off my favorite character and meaning that they killed her in spirit because they didn't want to kill her on screen. And you know, George RR Martin would have killed her on screen. You know what I'm saying? Like he would have been like, it's fine to let her, to let her die as long as she dies doing what she's committed to her whole life. And, um, and that's what kills me. Like to me, that is a worse that's worse than death is staying alive under those terms. Um, that's, that's what's so disappointing. And honestly, like the Arya thing is a bigger disappointment to me than the Danny or the Cersei thing. Like I can find ways of justifying certain aspects of things. And I can even say, if this was better written, this would have happened anyway, but blah, 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 blah. Like I've been saying, but Arya, they have not given us a single moment in all of these seasons that showed that when the shit came down, Arya was going to fold. She always find, found her way. Even when she was blind, she was trying it, you know? Right. Like, it, it's just such a disappointment because she's, I, she's one of my favorite characters of, like, all things. Yeah. Because I was trying to think of... A, there was... I mean, when that one chick was trying to kill her, 
And remember, she turned into the old lady. Mm-hmm. She like, juice boxed her too, and she then, kept fighting. Yeah. Right. And like she was, she's actually had situations where she had to stare death in the face legitimately. Right. She got juice boxed. She fell into water. She still managed to survive. She, um, she's she's running away from the person trying to kill her. Her wounds are opening up. She's she could she could bleed out. She still finds a way to fight. You know, like she in every time that she's been under real threat, she has found a way to fight through that shit. This is so inconsistent with her character that I don't I just don't understand. And honestly, I don't understand why her and Sandor weren't already going in there at night because. Arya knows yeah, the, the under case. She knows how to get in the castle from underneath. She didn't even have to go into the city. Yeah, the way that they walked in the fucking front door. It was yeah. kind of, <laughs> it's like, kind of weird what thing. are you thinking? Yeah, there's just some things about it that like, it just, it really does feel phoned in. Like it's, it, it feels like they're just so exhausted by this run and they were just trying to get it over with. And I mean, like I said, I hope, um, I hope Benahoff's wife, Amanda Pete, does in fact divorce him because she, she has said before if he ruined it, she would divorce him. And I want to see she her. She got to be true to her word. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Um, but, you know, I mean, I'm going to finish it. And we'll be back next week talking about this. That's thing. it. Like, I got, I, like, I'm just so. I just, it's so much worse than if they actually killed your favorite people. Honestly, like, Compare how I'm talking about the, uh, about Arya to how I felt about Tony. I didn't want Tony to die, and yet when he did die the way he did, I was like, yes, that was a fitting death. It was a warrior's death. I can go on about my business and feel okay. And now I'm just like, I'm mourning the loss of Arya because she's still alive. And they killed her spirit. Right. They killed who they killed she was. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. Whatever. How do you feel? How do you feel that it, re- like, what wraps up for you? How do you, how do you walk away? I know you're not as disappointed in this episode as me, but how does this, how does the show end? Given what you know now, how does the show end? The show ends with her taking the, the throne. She then somehow tries to kill like it comes out that she tries to kill John because that's really the only motherfucker that has a true claim to the fucking throne and that's when you find out that Sansa has some extra shit and uh, Arya comes in and she takes somebody's face <laughs> kills and kills if the knights Danny. of the motherfucking veil show up and put and, and kill Danny and then Sansa's on the throne, I will be so mad that we already did that shit. <laughs> right? No, I don't. I don't think that. Yeah, no. But I, I feel as though we haven't heard the last of Sansa or Arya. But I feel as I feel like I feel like she. Okay, so she she if she goes Mad Queen, she's gonna have to be on the on the throne. And try to kill John. Just because I feel as though that's really the only person now that can that she feels as though can turn on him. Even though he's he always keeps saying, Look, that's my you know, that's my mm-hmm. shit. I, you know, you're my you're my queen, you're always gonna be my queen. 
But that's the thing. I feel as though that's going to be the way that they, they go about it, where they're just like, you know, she has to try to kill him because that's the only dude that can that can really take this away from her. Yeah, like, he could take the hearts and minds of the people from her, which is what she kind of needs. And so, yeah, he's her enemy now. For right. him, though, he should feel 100% obligated to kill her <laughs> at this point. Right. right, because he's like, and I think that that's what he was realizing. He was like, these motherfuckers was right. Like, yeah. Viserys was, you know, he was right. She's gone mad. And the only way that we can ser- seriously have peace is now John is saying, I didn't want to do this shit, but fuck, I have to do this shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I have to I have to do something about that. I can't sis- just sit here. And that that's going to go to his, his, his starkness. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I think that it's going to be some shit like he says, you know, I have to do it. And he's the one that kills her. He's the one that can actually get close to her, but I don't know how he's going to get close. I don't know how he gets close to her now. Yeah. Like I feel. Did you pick up on the fact that Varys was using that little girl to try to poison Danny? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't pick it up. You didn't pick it up and watching it. Right. Yeah. 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 People were saying, but she, she was trying to poison. And I was like, I, or he, he was trying to poison her, and I was like, I didn't get that. But. Yeah, my coworker who doesn't watch the show but reads all the spoilers because she likes to see what makes people mad, um, she said, she goes, so, she goes, there was somebody with the name V that was poisoning a king or a queen? And I was like, no. And then, she, and then I go, oh. <laughs> like, it was so unclear because honestly, I thought when he said that she, when the little girl was saying she wasn't eating, I thought she was saying, that was I thought that's how they were trying to show she's gone mad because she's not eating and stuff. I did not I cannot believe I didn't pick but this goes into that bad writing, right? It's like if it was written better, it would have been more obvious that this was a callback to the whole thing that eunuchs used poison to kill um from the first season, but they didn't deliver on it well. I yeah, it's so fucked up when they when the internet has to tell you what happened in the show you were watching. <laughs> right yeah yeah i guess yeah i didn't even, yeah because I, I my boy was telling me too that at work he was like yeah bro and she almost she was poisoned and i was like ah i don't remember all that shit bro that's funny yeah it, even after watch it because i watched it two times right back to back like i always do i haven't watched mm-hmm. it since because i don't give a fuck but um but after that i was like <laughs> oh was that what's going on so i was gonna rewatch it but then i felt like i understood oh you know what i do think something but again, it doesn't matter because once everybody knows that Targaryen burned the city, they're not going to give a shit. I think some of those little letters that Varys was writing did, in fact, make it out to, by ravens, you know. Right, right, and right. the word was spread. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out what lords are even alive still. Like, um, you know, the Tarleys are gone. But who, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who like, gives who, who even cares? Yeah, but that's the thing. is like, even if that news gets out at this point, I feel like that makes John an enemy, too, because he's a Targaryen, and people will be like, fuck the Targaryens. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, if he's, yeah, what, why would we just get rid of a full Targaryen for a half Targaryen? What's that supposed to be? Just less targaryen Yeah, so at this point, they, they done did it, even though it wasn't something I wanted. They made it so that Sansa is Queen of the North, and maybe queen of all of it but she's gonna end up having a she's at least gonna be a queen of winter and john and danny are probably both gonna have to die um 
they better not have made Danny pregnant by John because he's a fire white, so he can't impregnate her anyway, but people forget that shit. Um, cause he's a dead, he's, he's just like a walking, yeah. he's just like a white walker, except for he's a fire walker. And, um, so he can't be having babies unless maybe he touches her womb with his fire some finger or some way, shit. Right. And I, some kind of way I feel as though the lawyer, the Lord of light is going to have something because they keep bringing him up in the, you know, like in the last couple episodes, they keep bringing up the Lord of light for some reason. I would like to understand the Lord of lights, um, goal here because it seems to me that the lord of light is the only god who actually does anything in this world maybe the drowned god because euron did come back from drowning so maybe but not a big enough deal he still ends up dying in the end but the lord of light has actually done stuff shit that we've seen so it's got to have some sort of uh agenda it better become revealed this time around, unless it was the whole time that anybody fire-oriented rules the humanity, and and it can either be John or Daenerys. But Daenerys will actually burn people, so maybe that's more interesting to the Lord of Light. I have no idea, but it should have something to do with if if it doesn't. Again, it'll be another thing. Why do we know so much about this god if you ain't gonna do shit with him? Right. And what what's the whole Azura um high whatever that thingy Azura high thing? Uh, well, they haven't they, they haven't indicated anything about it in the show itself. So I don't I think that's just a wash. I think that's just something for the books, and it's not something that we're we're actually going to get inside the show. Okay, okay, that's I because it's it, you get those things where you're like I forget I remember this prophecy, but is that what they were talking? But that's oh no no that's only in the book. This is you know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, because I'm do I'm making the mistake too of some of the things, so I have to like try to remind myself of the prophecies that are in the book, you know, because like the TV version of the prophecies are shorter, so there's elements that are in the book that aren't in the or in the books that aren't in the show and so i'm trying to remember that at this point i do kind of hope that the the sun rises in the west and sets in the east and cal drogo comes back because why the fuck not at this point there's literally nothing they can do that i would be like oh it all made sense it was for this (laughs) like i do not care So I don't know. I mean that that wouldn't be bad. I mean the that would the, be kind of a that'd be out of left field. People would be like, "Wait, what the fuck? When did that happen?" And then the Google will have to tell you, "Do you remember like seven you seasons remember? ago?" You remember? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, Anyways, I I know we were wrapping up and then I kind of took it off track again. No, no, but, no it's, um, it's all gravy. Last thoughts, last words. If you have any last words, now is the time. Uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna have to figure this, this, this shit out, you know, and they're gonna have to figure it, I guess. <sighs> yeah, and HBO's been pretty good with fucked up, you know, season finales, series finales, so. True, you know. because, like, Sopranos ended pretty disappointedly. Right, right. Um, the only, the only, the only real good series finale that HBO did, I think, was, uh, cause Deadwood was kind of weird, um, Deadwood's they're, still happening though. Yeah, they're they're coming out with a new movie, so but but um Six Feet Under. That ended Feet well? Under, yes, very, very well. Yeah, because um, Dexter ended shitty too. It's just like, hey, right. I'm gonna live up north and kill people up here now. <laughs> it's weird how people don't know how to how to uh to end things. Like that's that's the thing you know what I mean? It's it's weird how you set up these 
these great stories, mm-hmm. and then you get to the end, and they're like, well, fuck, what do I do now? Honestly, uh, you should have your ending. You should basically have your beginning and your ending, and the rest of your shit is trying to get to it. Right, exactly, exactly. You shouldn't be surprised by how you're going to end it. You should definitely know. Like, even Tolkien, basically, George R.R. R. Martin, Tree told me this, is that George R.R. R. Martin was obsessed with Tolkien. So he read everything he he did over and over and over again. He found all the tropes that he put into his books. And then for every trope Tolkien put in, George wrote to that and then destroyed it. Like, flipped it. So he was constantly trying to make, like, the, the opposite version or whatever of what of what Tolkien did and then the show basically as soon as it outwrote George R. R. Martin they started to rebuild in the tropes that we're used to so the reason why the books are so interesting the reason why the story is so interesting is because every time you care about a person it's gone from you every time you care about the direction of something like because even at the point at one point we weren't even sure if we were ever going to find out about john because they killed ned and as far as we knew ned was the only person who knew anything you know like and the uncle came and he fucking said i'll tell you bro you know i know too yeah and and so like there's all this stuff where they just like take like george was just taking shit from us and and you're just like there is no good way for this to do in this case it seems like they were trying to get to a happy ending and then they were just painted themselves into a corner and they're like oh shit i guess we're gonna have to do this boom boom you know so i don't know yeah hbo definitely has trouble with with how to finish in a satisfactory way i forgot about how bad the ending of dexter was until today when i got into a conversation about how do you end it with some co-workers but yeah so maybe next week i guess we kind of have to we probably have to. talk about I mean, it we're next gonna week. we're gonna have to talk about it even yeah. the even though we didn't do the whole series uh, we did the beginning, we'll do the end, and we'll call it from there, and then uh, and then we'll kind of go back to our regular geek, other geeky conversations, right? But anyways, all right. All right, girl. Is that it? Is that we good? That's it. We okay. is. So, uh, <laughs> till next time. Dracarys. And who are you, the proud lord said? That I must bow so low Only a cat of a different coat That's all the truth I know And a coat of gold or a coat of red A lion still has claws And mine are long and sharp, my lord as long and sharp as yours And so he spoke And so he spoke That Lord of Castamere But now the rains We bore his heart With no one there to hear Yes, now the rains we pour us all and not a soul to hear.
And so we spoke, and so we spoke That Lord of Castamian But now the rains we pour us home With no one there to hear Yes, now the rains we pour us home And now the soul to hear Mommy made me mash my M&M. Mm-hmm. Nom, 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 nom. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Blurred Comics is a Main Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.